The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Do your job, you'll dominate this team. You yeah. Go have some fun and put on a show, you got me? It's Friday night, and it's time for the High School Huddle, featuring Morgan Ehlers, a preview of high school football action from across eastern North Carolina. Now, from the Pirate Radio Studios in Uptown Greenville, here's Morgan Ehlers. Welcome inside the High School Huddle. The high school regular season starting to wind down. It seems like yesterday we were just starting this show, but we are in uh, week number nine of the high school football season right now. We've got a big show coming up for you. We've got Farmville Central. They are off tonight. They'll be uh, getting ready for Green Central next week. Aiden Grifton is at Southwest Edgecombe. Washington North Pitt in a battle of two of our local teams that we cover. J.H. Rose is at home against New Bern South Central. They were off last week. They're home against Havelock. And D.H. Conley is on the road in our Pirate Radio Game of the Week, taking on the Jacksonville Cardinals. Those games and much more we'll be bringing you up to date on here tonight. The high school huddle is brought to you by Tiebreakers, Greenville Auto World, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House and Nash Hot Chicken. I'm Morgan Aylers. The high school huddle kicks off with first quarter action right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Aylers. Thanks for joining us here on a beautiful Friday night. First quarter of tonight's action is being brought to you by the Angus Grill with three locations to serve you in Greenville over by Staten Square near the hospital. By uh, in the quad down there by the grid, the quad, depending on what year you were here at East Carolina on Jarvis Street, and also by Pitt Community College Angus Grill, delicious handcrafted, hand patted hamburgers, doubles, singles, triple burgers, if you like. They've got over 25 different kinds of burgers, along with a tremendous selection of craft beer on in can, in bottle, on draft to pair with those burgers, and they've also uh, delicious sides as well. Check out Angus Grill again, three locations in Green to serve you lunch or dinner take in or take out can you take in eat in or take out that is angus grill proud sponsor here of the high school huddle Varnville Central, the Jags are off this week. They come in uh, to their off week with a record of 6-2, and 2-2 two, two and two on the season. Last week, a hard-fought loss at West Craven, falling 20-7, to seven, their second conference loss. And joining us now is the head coach of the Varnville Central Jaguars, Coach Ron Cook. And Coach, you knew last week going into the West Craven game it was going to be a dogfight, and uh, West Craven uh, plays an early season schedule, and their, their record doesn't indicate how good they are. But your team uh, goes down there, and it's a, a tremendous game. Unfortunately for the Jags, they came up just a little short on the scoreboard. Yeah, we went. Um, I mean, we knew, like you said, they're a good team. They play a hard, tough uh, knockout schedule. Uh, but I mean, not taking things away from. But we did a lot to hurt ourselves. Um, I think the game really changed. We turned the ball over too much again. Um, had I think three fumbles, two two fumbles, and one interception. But biggest biggest I think turning point in the game is in. Uh, Right before, I mean, in the second half, begin early in the second half, uh, we got down there in goal line. Um, you know, Alex hit the pile on for what should have been a touchdown, I thought. And I think a lot of people, when we look at the film, should have been a touchdown, but it wasn't called. So we had third and goal from the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a bad snap, so we go nowhere on that. And then fourth and one, fourth and two in goal line, uh, we fumble a handoff. So and that, that, I think, really changed the momentum for us. And, and, Eerily similar to what happened in our game last year, except 
we was in a situation where we had them pinned back and you know, they they we had two DBs run into each other on third and long and they get a 90 yard touchdown pass so and I think that that was the difference in our game last year so Talk- we have to just play a lot better fundamentally Talking with Ron Cook, the head coach of Farmville Central. The Jags are on a bye week this week. And from a timing standpoint, from a coaching staff, you've got three regular season games left to go. This bye week uh, might have come just at the perfect time as you get ready for that playoff run and in the stretch run of the season. Yeah, we've been forcing the schedule to happen to work out like that um, when uh, we came into this conference. Uh, so we just we finish up next week with. Uh, uh, GC and then uh, North Pitt in our last game, so it's definitely a good time. Uh, guys, regroup. Um, you know, we've been having a little bit lighter practice this week. Uh, they'll have off tomorrow, uh, but yeah, it's it's a great time. Um, like I said, to regroup, you know, get some things tightened up, and uh, be ready to go. You know, like you said, uh, finish. You know, win these last two games and, and have a good playoff run. Well, Coach, we know that uh, you guys are uh, in position to make a, a good, strong stretch run and hopefully a deep run into the playoffs because you've got the talent for it and you you got the Jags and the Jag fans believing. And as always, we appreciate you being here inside the huddle. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me, Morgan. Thank you very much. That's the head coach of the Farmville Central Jaguars, Coach Rod Cook, joining us here inside the huddle. Now, let's go to Aiden, North Carolina, and talk to the head coach of the Aiden Griffin Chargers, Coach Paul Cornwell. He joins us now. And, Coach, uh, thanks for being inside the huddle, coming off last week's uh, tough loss to North Pitt High School. Uh, your team, that what a football game that was between two guys and two teams that uh, really have have gotten better and continue to get better under great coaching and uh, it was a, a heck of a, a heck of a game. Unfortunately for your Chargers, didn't come out on the winning side last week. No, uh, it's just kind of a, a theme we're still trying to work through. We've uh, the last couple games we've led uh, halftime and in the second half and, and made mistakes and and just. Uh, Gave up a great opportunity, but we kept battling. We had the ball late in the game, down by six, and we're driving, and and unfortunately threw an interception. But uh, North Pitt was everything we knew they'd be. They were very physical, very athletic, you know, well coached, and uh, they did a great job and uh, adjusting. And uh, but I thought our kids continued to play hard um, throughout the game. So it, it, we're definitely we're headed in the right direction. Tonight, Coach, you're going to be traveling to Southwest Edgecombe, taking on a 5-2 and two team. They're 3-0 and in conference. They were off last week. Two weeks ago, they knocked off North Pitt 35-20. to When you've had a chance to watch Southwest Edgecombe on tape, what do you see and what can we expect in tonight's game? Well, I mean, similar to North Pitt in that they're very physical. Uh, they're very athletic. They run a different style, though. They're not a spread team. They're more of a uh, they run a wing tee. Um, they run a little bit of option. Uh, they have a really good size up front and a really um, very talented group of backs. Um, you know, defensively, they just really fly to the ball. Uh, they do a good job in what they do. Uh, they're not very complicated, but they're well coached in what they do. So uh, there's a reason why they played very well and beaten the teams they played. It's not. It's not by accident. So. Um, we we've just got to continue to get better and just be ready to play. When you when you're looking at a team that runs that wing tee, that was a, a very popular offense, 
many years ago. And the teams that continue to run it now maybe don't have the numbers, but that that type of offense, I can remember when when Holton was a freshman, when Brian Pascal was at uh, D.H. Conley, they ran that. And that's a, a team, I can remember looking at the offensive line his freshman year at Conley, and you were running about 260, 260, 240, and the left tackle literally weighed about 140 pounds. But he did such a good job of running that and knowing where to be and how to handle the blocks. It was extremely effective. And you can use that kind of offense when you're minimizing the amount of players you've got and trying to get them in most effort and maximize their ability. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm very familiar with the wing tee. I ran it for many years. And some of what we're doing now still kind of bases out of that. But uh, I've run it, ran it with really big linemen, ran it with small linemen. So it, there's a, a way to uh, – it's one of those – one of the very few offenses that really fit uh, any kind of personnel. Uh, you can you can make it work. Uh, but, you know, the, the times you're moving forward, uh, it's getting harder to kids to get kids to play if that's what – if that's the kind of offenses you're running. You're trying to get them out to do things they see on TV and fun and, and all that kind of stuff. So we're trying to evolve as well. But uh, Southwest does a great job with uh, with what they do, um, and, and they got skill guys. They can do all. They could do about whatever they wanted to. But I think they're very comfortable in what they're running. They do a great job with it. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against uh, Southwest Edgecombe, and hopefully, going to be talking about your first conference win of the season when we get together next week. Yeah, we hope so. Thank you for having me. Aiden Grifton's head coach, Paul Cornwell, taking some time to join us here inside the huddle. First quarter wrapping up, brought to you by Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill, Green Velado World, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Shop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Coming up in the second quarter of tonight's game, it is a matchup of two teams that we cover on a weekly basis. Washington is at North Pitt. We'll talk with Coach Wilson, Coach Taylor, and much more coming up next here inside the huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle second quarter kicking off. It's brought to you by Nash Hot Chicken and Greenville Auto World. Nash Hot Chicken located in downtown Greenville, 114 East 5th Street. Nash Hot Chicken, Nash Cold Beer, Nash Live Music seven days a week. If you're looking for a delicious pregame meal or a delicious lunch, delicious dinner, and want some fun entertainment, Nash is the place to go. They've got live music seven days a week, hot chicken, cold beer, and much more, including their delicious homemade sides, mac and cheese, baked beans, hand-cut fries, among many others. Nash Hot Chicken, 114 East 5th Street in downtown Greenville. Just uh, maybe about 100 yards from Pirate Radio Station here. You can call them at 999-5444 for takeout or go to eatatnash.com. Nash Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of the high school huddle. Big game going on in Eastern North Carolina tonight is a matchup of two teams in the Eastern Plains Conference. Washington at North Pitt. Pampack 2-5, 0-3 in the conference play. North Pitt 4-3, 1-2 in conference play. And joining me now is the head coach of the Washington Pampack. Coach Matt Taylor joins us. And coach, first of all, tough loss last week, 30-20 to at Green Central. Your team is just knocking on that door, and hopefully one day you're going to crash through it. Maybe tonight is the night. Yeah, I hope so. You know, we play in a really tough league, and it's a tough conference. And 
they challenge us each and every week, and it's been fun preparing for them. And Green Central kind of did the same thing, and I think you knit the nail on the head. We keep getting closer and closer to breaking through that door, and, you know, us coaches and us players, we're ready to break through it. So we've had a great week of practice, and hopefully we can do it uh, tonight. Well, I know it's a big matchup. You know, you've got North Pitt. They're coming off a big win last week against Aiden Grifton. And uh, when you look at Coach C.J. Wilson's team, uh, you know, you and I have talked off the air about that's how he wants to develop his team. is very similar to what you're trying to do in Washington. You can look at uh, trying to do is set the example the right way, build your culture, and he's doing that in North Pitt. Uh, so uh, take a look at this Panther team, and what do you see when you look on film? You know, they're talented. They're, they got size across the board up front. They got skilled players. They got a huge running back who likes to run people over. And, you know, they've gotten better each and every week. And it's obvious that they're doing things the right way. And, you know, they're challenging us different than everybody. You know, Farmville challenges us with special teams and their triple option. And Green Central kind of runs downhill. And North Pitt's a team that likes to spit it out there. They're about 50 runs, 50 passes. And so they've challenged us in different ways, and it's just made us better each and every week. And we're excited for the challenge this week. Looking at your team, when you're coming into a game like this, you've got the the, the guys that are learning how to to to, like we said, knock down that door. And you can see they're just on the cusp of that, and that's got to make you proud as a coach. But now you've got to get that 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 final shove, so to speak. No, absolutely. And you know, the past two weeks we've really improved as a team. We're starting to communicate the right way. It doesn't feel like we're butting heads all the time and constantly correcting bad behavior. We're actually communicating and it feels like a team and you know, that's shown in practice as well and we're just ready to get get over that hump and start getting some wins under our belt. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against North Pitt and we always uh, appreciate you being and taking some time to be with us here inside the huddle. Absolutely, and we appreciate you. Go Pampac. That is the head coach of the Washington Pampac, Coach Matt Taylor, with us here inside the huddle. His opponent on the opposite sidelines tonight in Bethel will be Coach C.J. Wilson, the head coach of the North Pitt Panthers, and he joins us now. Coach, first of all, congratulations. Big win last week against Aiden Grifton. Let's go back and talk about that game. That was a game that went back and forth in really a slugfest between two really well-coached football teams. Yes, sir. First of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, it was a good, good game. Uh, I give my take my hat off to the coach uh, for Aiden Griffin. He did a great job, and that team played hard. And we just found a way to win at the end. So I'm just thankful for that win. Going back and looking at the tape on that, uh, the team it seemed like with the fewest mistakes won. And I know that's been something you've been really emphasizing to your team. You can't give. Uh, you know, the other team, the football, you can't make mistakes that, that cost you penalties, that kind of thing. And your team really has started to come around in that aspect, hasn't it? Yes, sir. You know, and that's that's what the game is, you know, limiting our mistakes and executing the plays that we are designed and called. And we're getting better at that. We, you know, started out the year uh, sloppy, but as the season has been progressing, we're getting better at that. Well, let's talk about the the Pam Pack tonight. You're playing a team that's two and five, zero and three in conference play, still looking for their first conference win. Fell last week, thirty to twenty at Green Central. And talking with Coach Taylor, he, he really believes his team's starting to come around a little bit. And you know, this is going to be a tough one tonight. Yes, sir. You know, their record don't show what they look like on film. They, you know, they're a great team. They got a lot of speed, a lot of guys in the right places. Um, you know, it's. You know, I thought that you know, when you look at film, you wouldn't think that, that the record is what it is. 
So we know it's going to be a challenge, but we, you know, we up, we up for it. We, we know they got a lot of different schemes they run, but they, what they do is they do it well, and they're a very well coached team. So we know it's going to be a challenge for us, but we're ready for it. Well, coach, we know you guys are going to be ready to go here tonight as uh, you uh, get set for the for the Pam Pack, and it's hard to believe this season's starting to wind down as quick as it is. Yes, sir. We already in week what eight or seven, uh, so we only got three games. This is one of three left for the regular season. It just went by so fast. Well, Coach, we appreciate you being inside the huddle as always. Thank you so much. That is the head coach of the North Pitt Panthers, C.J. Wilson, joining us here inside the huddle. Huddle is being brought to you this quarter by Nash Hot Chicken and Green Velado World. Would you like to go to the next ECU home game for free? You can stop by Green Velado World to register to win tickets to see the Pirates play. Green Velado World has supported the Pirates for over 47 years and will be drawing for free ticket winners every week. And if you need an oil change or new tires, remember Green Velado World for all of your vehicle service needs. If you're shopping for something new, go to Drive. DriveHereNow.com. DriveHereNow.com for the best selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Green Velado World Pirates supporting Pirates. Our other sponsors here tonight on the high school huddle include Tiebreakers, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, and Seared Chop House. Coming up in the third quarter, we'll be talking with Brian North from WCTI TV 12. Also talking with Will Bland from J.H. Rose. They've got a big one at home against New Bern. South Central back in action tonight at home against Havelock. We'll talk with Chris Cherry as well. I'm Morgan Aylers. The high school huddle rolls on right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ayler's third quarter of tonight's show being brought to you by Seared Chop House and Champions Health and Fitness. Seared Chop House, located 1909 East Fire Tower Road. You can give them a call at 756-8199, searedchophouse.com. Open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Their lunch specials are great. They've got a full menu and also some lunch specials as well. Seared Chop House and uh, delicious pairing of choice cuts of USDA meats, delicious seafood decadent desserts. They've got a tremendous selection of craft cocktails, premium wines and bourbon selections. And don't forget their weekend brunch, Saturdays from 10 until 1, Sundays from 10 until 3, Seared Chop House, that perfect date night experience. Go to searchophouse.com to book a table, or you can give them a call as well at 756 8199. Seared Chop House, located near the corner of Arlington Boulevard and Fire Tower Road in 1909 East Fire Tower. Seared Chop House, one of the sponsors here on the high school huddle joining me here in the third quarter of tonight's show to kick things off is wcti sports director and morning anchor and great dad mr brian north he joins us here he is the host of the blitz every friday night on wcti tv 12 and brian we talked about it last night uh, last week we talked about the the situation with the new Bern bears and this week a little bit more clarity came about the new Bern bears football program and some other schools in craven county as well what is the latest going on with New Bern? So they were deemed to have had four ineligible players participate in the first five games of the season as far as the football team goes. And so they have uh, been told to forfeit those five games. So New Bern's record would be two and six going into tonight's game against J.H. Rose. And then they finish up their regular season with D.H. Conley. They are open the final week of the regular season. But having said all of that, they can't win the conference title probably at this point with two league losses. 
but they can still go to the playoffs if they beat Rose. And it basically, they just have to beat Conley in the standings, and they get the top 4A seed out of the Big Carolina Conference. So, not all is lost with Newburn. They've been through a lot. They kind of knew this was coming uh, with the, uh, the, the forfeitures, but it was only one league game that they had to forfeit, and that was their one-point win over Havelock. So, um, having been through all that, they've now played multiple games without those players who are deemed ineligible. They won both of those games. So, uh, that's where they stand right now. Um, Terrence Saxby trying to keep this team together and still kind of make a playoff push here. Uh, over these uh, next two weeks with trips to uh, Pitt County. Now, last year's coach, Coach Noel, any repercussions with him? He's now in Durham coaching at a high school up there. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that has been said about that? Not that he's done anything wrong. I'm not implying that at all. But with the fact that Newburn had to forfeit the, the games from last year using eligible players, and then uh, this year, obviously, he's not there. But it, was there anything said about that at all? Not that it's been publicly made. He'd have to forfeit the wins off of his coaching schedule or off his, his coaching resume. But, no, I mean, there's a lot of people who would like to be held accountable. And, look, there's some people who think karma may be at work because he's currently 1-6 at Durham Hillside, and they are not happy with him right now. There's, there's been talks of, of some sort of parental or alumni coup of uh, trying to get him run out of town there because they don't, they're not used to losing uh, in Hillside either. But that's been a tough situation because of everything that's been going on there with the, the previous coach who was charged with rape and, and uh, Tory getting the job late. And, of course, he's going to bring in his system because that's how he has operated both at Pamlico and at Newburn. He wants to run his system and his system only. So it's not winning over many fans up there. But as far as actual repercussions of uh, the forfeiture of the state title, there's been no – and here's the thing. We, we don't know of any – laws that have been broken we don't know really any rules that have been broken outside of what they're claiming were academic and in this case attendance ineligibility so um still working out the process this has not been a very transparent process at newburn uh as uh, we all are still trying to find answers there's lots of rumors there's lots of divisiveness going on but we really haven't had anybody get out in front of this on a consistent basis and uh, keep everybody updated on what's happening. And that's been the frustrating part for a lot of people. Well, we know you guys uh, do such a great job covering that area down there and New Bern right there in the pulse of where you're at. And we appreciate you bringing us up to date on that. The Bears are traveling uh, to J.H. Rose tonight. We'll be talking with Coach Will Bland here in just a few moments. This is going to be an interesting matchup, depending on which Rose team decides to show up, and can they uh, do they do they stay with New Bern the whole way? Do they fall behind early, which was their mo early on, and then last week they jumped out on uh, DH Conley. I think it was twenty six to seven at one point. Conley came back, took the lead, and then Rose won late. But uh, Rampants are sort of still that 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 team that you really can't quite figure out which team's going to be there on a Friday night, but they're a very talented team. Well, their quarterback has really kind of elevated his game and this three-game winning streak that they've had and uh, how he goes, they go. Rushed for more than 265 last week, threw for a bunch of touchdowns. He's kind of really settled in to be their guy, and he's a real dangerous player. When I talk to people who know him, they say you know, he's a very talented young man. He can be a little mercurial maybe when it comes to uh, who he is and, and just kind of getting to this and settle down and be consistent. But when he's on, he's a tough guy to stop. And look, Newburn's defense is good. And uh, that'll be a nice test for them as well. But I, I'm real curious to see because Rose has a lot of the elements. Remember, they were picked to finish 
uh, second, I believe, in the conference. And so now they're starting to show some of that promise. Let's talk about some other games that are going on in the WCTI viewing area and uh, games you'll be covering tonight on the Blitz. Boy, not very many good ones. We had so many great games last week. This week, they kind of all stink for the most part. Uh, Green Central at West Craven. Green Central has one league loss, so they still have an outside shot if they can go into Clay Jordan Stadium and pull off the upset. That's one we're kind of keeping an eye on, but uh, really there's going to be a lot of blowouts. Havelock is in first place now all alone. They're now undefeated with the forfeit win from Newburgh, so they'll be at South Central. And uh, they've, they've had an interesting way of keeping teams in games this year and actually having to come from behind. So we'll see if Chris Cherry and the Falcons have every, anything from them. But really, there's just West Carteret at Richlands is a decent game. Richlands trying to set up a, a big showdown with White Oak next week in the Coastal Conference. So uh, And West Carteret coming off that loss to White Oak. So that's, that's another interesting one we'll keep an eye on. But boy, the rest of them just look like mismatches as uh, we get ready to find out who are going to be conference champs here over the next couple of weeks. We'll look forward to watching you tonight on the Blitz. You guys do such a great job as always, and we appreciate you being inside the huddle. Thank you, Morgan. That's Brian North, WCTI-TV 12, host of the Blitz right here on the High School Huddle. And joining me now is the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampits, Coach Will Bland joins us now. Rampits are 4-4, four 3-1 and, four, and one on this season in conference play following that uh, big win last week at D.H. Conley. And, Coach, let's go back to that game. Your team jumps out early. Uh, I think it was 26-7 to seven at one point. Conley comes storming back in the third quarter, and your team uh, did what they had to do late in the game to pull out that win. Let's talk about that and uh, the environment, the excitement between that matchup between the Rampits and the Vikings. Well, you know, I think I said before, anytime you get us two together, you got to throw your records out the window. Um, it's a rivalry game. It's kids that have been playing with each other their whole life, um, bragging rights in the county. Uh, so we just had to go out there and play. And, um, we did. I thought we did a good job of handling the early adversity of that first touchdown run and then being able to capitalize on the rest of it. But then I think we uh, slacked off in the third quarter, and then I'm very – I'm um, happy that we were able to have that resiliency to um, come in the fourth quarter and then pull it out. No rest for the weary as you're taking on a new burn team tonight that uh, depending on which record you look at, they're either 2-6 and six on the season or 7-1. and one. Well, apparently North Carolina High School Athletic Association says they are 7 or 2-6 and six on the season. And, uh, you know, this is a New Bern Bears team that's had to, a lot of adversity the last couple of weeks, having to forfeit their state championship last year, first five games of this season. But it's still New Bern. They're still a very, very good football team, new coaching staff. What do you see on film when we look at the, the Bears? They're very, they're very athletic, and uh, you you don't see the old Bears from what um, they had last year, where they're gonna just run the ball at you 55 times a game. Now you see a team that's more spread out, um, got a lot more athletes that they can put in space. Uh, got a quarterback that's been doing a good job for them, discriminating the ball and being able to run some of that option that they run. So um, we just got to be able to go out there and, um, and play assignment football on defense and try to get us a turnover, make them force them in some turnovers, get some pressure on the guys. And then on offense, I thought we've been doing good the last couple of weeks of executing when we need to. So being able to get our playmakers the ball, uh, we get Jameer Roach back from um, being hurt last week and then having the wide receiver just catch the ball this week and so drop them eight passes and then I think we'll be all right. Talk about the play of your quarterback Jaden Lovett last week. Phenomenal game in that matchup. Some 226 yards passing uh, in two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, 240 yards rushing two more touchdowns. Talk about the way he played last week. 
He played great. I think he played out of his mind. I think he's he's grasping the concept of the offense. Uh, he wants to go out there. He wants to perform well for his teammates and for um, the fans and stuff. And I thought he did a good job in managing his emotion. Uh, he didn't get too high. He didn't get too low when we were down. He's, he wanted to go out there and then, um, give us that win. I think he did that towards the end of the game with that long touchdown run um, that he, he rushed for and then being able to complete some of the passes that he did. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against Newburn. I know it's going to be a barn burner against the Bears and uh, going to be a tremendous environment at J.H. Rose, and hopefully we'll be talking with uh, your record in conference play at 4-1 and one when we get together next week. That sounds great. I appreciate you. Thanks for always having me on. South Central, the Falcons, they're coming off a bye week. They're going to be at home tonight taking on the Rams of Havelock. Havelock is now with 7-0 and on the season uh, with their forfeited win versus Newburn, 2-0 and in the Big Carolina Conference, 3-0 and actually. And they're going to be taking on a Falcon team that had a week off to prepare for them. And joining me now is the head coach of the South Central Falcons, Coach Chris Cherry. And Coach, first of all, uh, you know, a lot of times when we spoke last week, really focusing in on the Falcons in that off week of preparation and now full gear against the Rams. Talk about the prep that you guys did last week and uh, how your team's getting ready for this stretch run. Well, man, we just got back to the basics. Um, you know, a lot of fundamental work, a lot of a lot of group work, not so much teamwork, you know, just, just trying to sharpen up some skills a little bit. And, you know, started back Monday, you know, we got, you know, started into a normal game week. Talk about uh, Havelock. They're, they've a tremendous football program uh, over the years. They've been uh, consistently one of the top programs in the state. This year is no different. Again, they're coming in uh, with a record of 7-0 now and uh, undefeated in conference play. Uh, what do you see on film from this team, and how can your team capitalize on uh, what you see against Havelock to come out with a Falcon win? Uh, it's going to be a tough task for us. Uh, uh, tremendous football team, real big physical football team, um, you know, like to line you up in multiple tight end sets and, you know, run it right at you. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full uh, tonight. A lot of people talk about Havelock coach and say they're really a, a a really good quarterback away from being one of these iconic teams. And if there is an Achilles heel for the Rams, it is the, maybe the quarterback position. Well, if you're looking at it from a, from a, you know, throwing the ball down the field standpoint, but the kid they, they decided on is, you know, is a heck of an athlete. And, you know, when you, when you dealing with plus one in the, in the, in the run game with a quarterback, you know, that's a whole separate task of its own. Well, coach, we appreciate you being here inside the huddle and good luck tonight against Havelock. All right. Thanks a lot, boss. Coach Chris Jerry with the South Central Falcons. Third quarter of tonight's show is in the books, been brought to you by. Our friends at Sear Chop House and Champions Health and Fitness. Champions Health and Fitness, 4190 Bayswater Drive in Greenville. Check them out online at championsofgreenville.com. Champions Health and Fitness located off Fire Tower Road, Road, right behind the Fire Tower. Pretty easy to find. Uh, Greg Lasseter and his uh, staff for years have been taking care of the health and fitness needs of folks here in eastern north carolina champions is open 24 hours a day greg's been in business some 39 years getting ready to celebrate his 40th year in business 
next year. Family environment, very clean, very friendly staff. They've got a tremendous selection of equipment to meet your physical fitness needs, including uh, camps like boot camp, cycle, muscle pump, step and sculpt, yoga, yoga flow, and much more. Champions Health and Fitness, 4190 Bayswater Drive. Go online, check out what they've got at championsofgreenville.com. That does it for the third quarter of tonight's show. And again, thanks to all of our sponsors here tonight. We've got Tiebreakers, Greenville Auto World, Angus, and Nash Hot Chicken as well as Seared and Champions Health and Fitness. Coming up in the fourth quarter, it's D.H. Conley and Jacksonville. It's our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. We're going to preview it here in just a few moments with head coach Nate Connor. Also be talking with WNCT Sports Director Brian Bailey back with us here inside the huddle. I'm Morgan Aylers. Fourth quarter action kicks off right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ehlers. Third quarter of tonight's show being brought to you by Seared Chop House and Champions Health and Fitness. Seared Chop House, located 1909 East Fire Tower Road. You can give them a call at 756-8199, searedchophouse.com. Open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Their lunch specials are great. They've got a full menu and also some lunch specials as well. Seared Chop House and uh, delicious pairing of choice cuts of USDA meats, delicious seafood decadent desserts. They've got a tremendous selection of craft cocktails, premium wines and bourbon selections. And don't forget their weekend brunch, Saturdays from 10 until 1, Sundays from 10 until 3, Seared Chop House, that perfect date night experience. Go to searedchophouse.com to book a table, or you can give them a call as well at 756-8199. Seared Chop House, located near the corner of Arlington Boulevard and Fire Tower Road in 1909 East Fire Tower, Seared Chop House, one of the sponsors here on the High School Huddle. Joining me here in the third quarter of tonight's show to kick things off is WCTI Sports Director and Morning Anchor and Great Dad, Mr. Brian North. He joins us here. He is the host of The Blitz every Friday night on WCTI TV 12. And Brian, we talked about it last uh, last week. We talked about the, the situation with the New Bern Bears. And this week, a little bit more clarity came about the New Bern Bears football program and some other schools in Craven County as well. What is the latest going on with New burn so they were deemed to have had four ineligible players participate in the first five games of the season as far as the football team goes and so they have uh, been told to forfeit those five games so newburn's record would be two and six going into tonight's game against jh rose and then they finish up their regular season with dh conley they are open the final week of the regular season but having said all of that They can't win the conference title probably at this point with two league losses, but they can still go to the playoffs if they beat Rose. And basically, they just have to beat Conley in the standings, and they get the top 4A seed out of the Big Carolina Conference. So not all is lost with Newburn. They've been through a lot. They kind of knew this was coming uh, with the the forfeitures, but it was only one league game that they had to forfeit, and that was their one-point win over Havelock. So... Um, having been through all that, they've now played multiple games without those players who are deemed ineligible. They've won both of those games. So uh, that's where they stand right now. Um, Terrence Saxby trying to keep this team together and still kind of make a playoff push here uh, over these uh, next two weeks with trips to uh, Pitt County. Now, last year's coach, Coach Noel, any repercussions with him? He's now in Durham coaching at a high school up there. Mm-hmm. 
Is there anything that has been said about that? Not that he's done anything wrong. I'm not implying that at all. But with the fact that Newburn had to forfeit the the games from last year using ineligible players, and then uh, this year, obviously, he's not there. But it, was there anything said about that at all? Not that it's been publicly made. He'd have to forfeit the wins off of his coaching schedule or off his, his coaching resume. But no, I mean, there's a lot of people who would like to be held accountable. And look, there's some people who think karma may be at work because he's currently one and six at Durham Hillside, and they are not happy with him right now. There is there's been talks of of some sort of parental or alumni coup of uh, trying to get him run out of town there because they don't they're not used to losing uh, in Hillside either. But that's been a tough situation because of everything that's been going on there with the, the previous coach was charged with rape and and uh, Tory getting the job late. And, of course, he's going to bring in his system because that's how he has operated both at Pamlico and at Newburn. He wants to run his system and his system only. So it's not winning over many fans up there. But as far as actual repercussion of uh, the forfeiture of the state title, there's been no – and here's the thing. We, we don't know of any laws that have been broken. We don't know of really any rules that have been broken outside of what they're claiming were academic and, in this case, attendance ineligibility so um still working out the process this has not been a very transparent process at newburn uh as uh, we all are still trying to find answers there's lots of rumors there's lots of divisiveness going on but we really haven't had anybody get out in front of this on a consistent basis and uh keep everybody updated on what's happening and that's been the frustrating part for a lot of people well, we know you guys uh, do such a great job covering that area down there and New Bern right there in the pulse of where you're at, and we appreciate you bringing us up to date on that. The Bears are traveling uh, to J.H. Rose tonight. We'll be talking with Coach Will Bland here in just a few moments. This is going to be an interesting matchup, depending on which Rose team decides to show up, and can they uh, do they do they stay with New Bern the whole way? Do they fall behind early, which was their mo early on, and then last week they jumped out on uh, DH Conley. I think it was twenty six to seven at one point. Conley came back, took the lead, and then Rose won late. But uh, Rampits are sort of still that 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 team that you really can't quite figure out which team's going to be there on a Friday night, but they're a very talented team. Well, their quarterback has really kind of elevated his game and this three-game winning streak that they've had and uh, how he goes, they go. Rushed for more than 265 last week, threw for a bunch of touchdowns. He's kind of really settled in to be their guy, and he's a real dangerous player. When I talk to people who know him, they say you know, he's a very talented young man. He can be a little mercurial maybe when it comes to uh, who he is, and, and just kind of getting to this, settle down and be consistent. But when he's on, he's a tough guy to stop. And look, Newburn's defense is good, and uh, that'll be a nice test for them as well. But I, I'm real curious to see because Rose has a lot of the elements. Remember, they were picked to finish uh, second, I believe, in the conference, and so now they're starting to show some of that promise. Let's talk about some other games that are going on in the WCTI viewing area and uh, games you'll be covering tonight on the Blitz. Boy, not very many good ones. We had so many great games last week. This week, they kind of all stink for the most part. Uh, Green Central at West Craven. Green Central has one league loss, so they still have an outside shot. If they can go into Clay Jordan Stadium and pull off the upset, that's one we're kind of keeping an eye on. But uh, really, there's going to be a lot of blowouts. Havlock is in first place now all alone. They're now undefeated with the forfeit win from Newburn, So they'll be at South Central. And uh, they've, they've had an interesting way of keeping teams in games this year and actually having to come from behind. So we'll see if Chris Cherry and the Falcons have every, anything from them. 
But really, there's just West Carteret at Richlands is a decent game. Richlands trying to set up a big showdown with White Oak next week in the Coastal Conference. So, uh, and West Carteret coming off that loss to White Oak. So that's that's another interesting one we'll keep an eye on. But boy, the rest of them just look like mismatches as uh, we get ready to find out who are going to be conference champs here over the next couple of weeks. We'll look forward to watching you tonight on the Blitz. You guys do such a great job as always, and we appreciate you being inside the huddle. Thank you, Morgan. That's Brian North, WCTI TV 12, host of the Blitz right here on the High School Huddle. And joining me now is the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampits. Coach Will Bland joins us now. Rampits are 4-4, four 3-1 and four, three and one on this season in conference play following that uh, big win last week at D.H. Conley. And coach, let's go back to that game. Your team jumps out early. Uh, I think it was 26-7 to seven at one point. Conley comes storming back in the third quarter and your team uh, did what they had to do late in the game to pull out that win. Let's talk about that and uh, the environment, the excitement between that matchup between the Rampits and the Vikings. Well, you know, I, have to, uh, I think I said before, anytime you get us two together, you got to throw your records out the window. Um, it's a rivalry game. It's kids that have been playing with each other their whole life, um, bragging rights in the county. Uh, so we just had to go out there and play. And, um, we did. I thought we did a good job of handling the early adversity of that first touchdown run and then being able to capitalize on the rest of it. But then I think we uh, slacked off in the third quarter, and then I'm very uh, happy that we were able to have that resiliency to um, come in the fourth quarter and then pull it out. No rest for the weary as you're taking on a Newburn team tonight that uh, depending on which record you look at, they're either 2-6 and six on the season or 7-1. and one. Well, apparently North Carolina High School Athletic Association says they are 7 or 2-6 and six on the season. And, uh, you know, this is a New Bern Bears team that's had to, a lot of adversity the last couple of weeks, having to forfeit their state championship last year, first five games of this season. But it's still New Bern. They're still a very, very good football team, new coaching staff. What do you see on film when we look at the, the Bears? They're very, they're very athletic, and uh, you you don't see the old Bears what um, they had last year, where they're gonna just run ball at you fifty five times a game. Now you see a team that's more spread out, um, got a lot more athletes that they can put in space. Um, got a quarterback that's been doing a good job for them, discriminating the ball and being able to run some of that option that they run. So um, we just got to be able to go out there and um, and play assignment football on defense and try to get us a turnover, make them force them in some turnovers, get some pressure on the guys. And then on offense, I thought we've been doing good the last couple of weeks of executing when we need to. So being able to get our playmakers the ball, uh, we get Jameer Roach back from um, being hurt last week and then having the wide receiver just catch the ball this week and so drop my eight passes and then I think we'll be all right. Talk about the play of your quarterback Jaden Lovett last week. Phenomenal game in that matchup. Some two hundred twenty six yards passing, uh in two touchdowns on the ground, uh two hundred forty yards rushing, two more touchdowns. Talk about the way he played last week. He played great. I think he played out of his mind. I think he's he's grasping the concept of the offense. Uh he wants to go out there. He wants to perform well for his teammates and for um, the fans and stuff. And I thought he did a good job of managing his emotion. Uh, he didn't get too high. He didn't get too low when we were down. He just, he wanted to go out there and then, um, give us that win. I think he did that towards the end of the game with that long touchdown run uh, that he, he rushed for and then being able to complete some of the passes that he did. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against Newburn. I know it's going to be a barn burner against the Bears and uh, going to be a tremendous environment at J.H. Rose, and hopefully we'll be talking with uh, your record in conference play at 4-1 and one when we get together next week. That sounds great. I appreciate you. Thanks for always having me on.
South Central, the Falcons, they're coming off a bye week. They're going to be at home tonight taking on the Rams of Havelock. Havelock is now with the 7-0 and on the season uh, with their forfeited win versus Newburn, 2-0 and in the Big Carolina Conference, 3-0 and actually. And they're going to be taking on a Falcon team that had a week off to prepare for them. And joining me now is the head coach of the South Central Falcons, Coach Chris Cherry. And Coach, first of all, uh, you know, a lot of times when we spoke last week, really focusing in on the Falcons in that off week of preparation and now full gear against the Rams. Talk about the prep that you guys did last week and uh, how your team's getting ready for this stretch run. Well, man, we just got back to the basics. Um, you know, a lot of fundamental work, a lot of a lot of group work, not so much teamwork, you know, just, just just trying to sharpen up some skills a little bit and, you know, started back Monday, you know, we got, you know, started into a normal game week. Talk about uh, Havelock there. They've a tremendous football program uh, over the years. They've been uh, consistently one of the top programs in the state. This year is no different. Again, they're coming in uh, with a record of 7-0 now and uh, undefeated in conference play. Uh, what do you see on film from this team, and how can your team capitalize on uh, what you see against Havelock to come out with a Falcon win? Uh, it's going to be a tough task for us. Uh, tremendous football team, real big physical football team, um, you know, like allow you up in multiple tight end sets and, you know, run it right at you. So, you know, we're going to have our hands full uh, tonight. A lot of people talk about Havelock coach and say they're really a, a a really good quarterback away from being one of these iconic teams. And if there is an Achilles heel for the Rams, it is the, maybe the quarterback position. Well, if you're looking at it from a, from a you know throwing the ball down the field standpoint, but the kid they they decided on is you know is a heck of an athlete, and you know when you when you dealing with plus one in the in the in the run game with a quarterback, you know that's a whole separate task of its own. Well, coach, we appreciate you being here inside the huddle, and good luck tonight against Havelock. All right, thanks a lot, boss. Coach Chris Jerry with the South Central Falcons. Third quarter of tonight's show is in the books. Been brought to you by. Our friends at Sear Chop House and Champion, Champions Health and Fitness. Champions Health and Fitness, 4190 Bayswater Drive in Greenville. Check them out online at championsofgreenville.com. Champions Health and Fitness located off Fire Tower Road, Fire Tower Road right behind the Fire Tower. Pretty easy to find. Uh, Greg Lasseter and his uh, staff for years have been taking care of the health and fitness needs of folks here in eastern north carolina champions is open 24 hours a day greg's been in business some 39 years getting ready to celebrate his 40th year in business next year family environment very clean very friendly staff they've got a tremendous selection of equipment to meet your physical fitness needs including uh, camps like boot camp cycle muscle pump step and sculpt yoga yoga flow and much more champions health and fitness 4190 bayswater drive go online check out what they've got at championsofgreenville.com that does it for the third quarter of tonight's show and again thanks to all of our sponsors here tonight we've got tiebreakers greenville auto world angus and Nash Hot Chicken as well as Seared and Champions Health and Fitness. Coming up in the fourth quarter, it's D.H. Conley and Jacksonville. It's our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. We're going to preview it here in just a few moments with head coach Nate Connor. Also be talking with WNCT Sports Director Brian Bailey back with us here inside the huddle. I'm Morgan Alos. Fourth quarter action kicks off right after this. 